48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. A government advisor on COVID says relaxing the flight suspension mechanism is not a risky manoeuvre. The Travel Industry Council welcomes the move but is urging officials to scrap hotel quarantine. And the number of asymptomatic COVID cases in Shanghai jumps from 15,000 to more than 20,000. Government expert advisor David Hoy says the easing of Hong Kong's flight suspension mechanism will not pose any risks to the the territory. From next month, airlines will be barred from flying here if over 5% of the whole flight or five passengers are infected, up from the current threshold of three passengers. The suspension period will also be cut from seven days to five. Professor Hoy said travellers still have to be tested before they fly and upon arrival, in addition to spending at least seven days in hotel quarantine. We now have plenty of isolation and quarantine facilities. So even if you increase three passengers to five passengers being positive to activate the flight suspension, it doesn't really put any pressure on the local system. And also in the last few months, quite a lot of people in Hong Kong actually have been infected and they do have antibody and some immune defense mechanism. And the vaccination rate in Hong Kong has increased tremendously over the last few months. So we are in a much better position to loosen the strict criteria. Professor Hoy says Hong Kong hasn't seen an upsurge in cases after the Easter holidays, but he expects the government to observe the situation for more than two weeks before easing social distancing measures any further. The Travel Industry Council has welcomed the government's easing of the flight suspension mechanism, but says people will still refrain from travelling in or out of Hong Kong, as long as hotel quarantine is required when they reach the SAR. Speaking on radio shows, the council's leaders said the new relaxation will make the jobs of airlines easier, but overseas tours still can't be held. They urged officials to let people quarantine at home and scrap the flight suspension policy when the epidemic eases. The council's chairwoman is Jiana Zhu. Based on the quarantine policy, we don't think we can start our business to overseas or any tourism is coming to Hong Kong. So we hope the government will have the timetable and leave up the quarantine policy as soon as possible. Shanghai has reported that 12 people infected with COVID died yesterday, up from 11 the day before. The city also recorded over 20,000 new local asymptomatic cases, rebounding from 15,000 a day earlier. Total new symptomatic cases also rose to 2,736. Infections in Shanghai still take up the bulk of the mainland's daily COVID tally. Nationwide, new local infections rose to 24,326 cases, up from around 18,500 the day before. The hospital authority says about 190 doses of a new COVID prevention drug have arrived in Hong Kong, and they'll be given to immunocompromised patients, such as those who've had organ transplants. The authority said these patients cannot get enough protection, even after, even after vaccinations, and the new antibody drug from AstraZeneca could help prevent them from getting severe infections. Meanwhile, the hospital authority has given oral COVID drugs, namely Paxlovid and Molnupiravir, to over 27,000 patients since they arrived in Hong Kong in the middle of last month. A Ukrainian deputy minister has called the BBC that only the United Nations can save the lives of tens of thousands of people stuck in the devastated city of Mariupol. Irina Vereshchuk has called on the UN chief Antonio Guterres to intervene to secure the evacuation of wounded people from the Azovstal steelworks where Ukrainian troops are holed up. 
Mariupol's mayor, Vadim Boychenko, said the city was the scene of some of the worst Russian war crimes. They killed 20,000 people. They did it on purpose. This is what I think. They intentionally prevented people from leaving Mariupol. They set this genocide up by closing the city down and using land artillery and airstrikes first, and then the warships that arrived later. The French presidential election campaign has concluded, and voters now have a day to reflect on the competing claims of the two remaining candidates, the incumbent, Emmanuel Macron, and his far-right challenger, Marine Le Pen. Voting is tomorrow. Some 49 million people are eligible to vote. And out of the weather forecast, there'll be coastal fog with one or two showers and some sunny intervals this afternoon. Cloudy tonight and winds will be light to moderate southerly winds. The outlook, a few showers and sunny periods in the next few days. It'll be hot in the middle and latter parts of next week. Currently at the observatory, it's 28 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is at 71%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. European Union officials and parliamentarians have agreed sweeping new legislation which requires tech companies to remove harmful content from their platforms and websites. It will ensure that what is illegal offline in the EU will now also be illegal online. The BBC's Julian Bedford reports. This is the second major piece of internet legislation to be agreed by the EU this year and has been reached despite extensive lobbying by tech companies over the limits of freedom of speech. It requires platforms to remove illegal content as soon as they become aware of its existence. Social media networks will have to suspend users who frequently breach the law, while e-commerce sites have to verify the identity of suppliers. Companies found guilty of repeated infringements will face fines of up to 6% of their annual sales. The fugitive businessman Carlos Ghosn has told the BBC he's willing to stand trial on charges of financial wrongdoing, but would prefer to do so in Lebanon, where he holds citizenship. The former boss of the Nissan car empire says he wants to clear his name after France issued an international warrant for his arrest. I am interested and motivated by finishing this ordeal in the most orderly way, but finish it one for all, not to try to solve the French problem and then end up with the Japanese problem or uh, solve the Japanese problem and end up with the French problem. Both problems are linked. They are based on the same file. Let's transmit them to Lebanon and let's have once for all a trial, an open trial, where I can see the file and I can defend myself. Mr. Gohm was detained in Japan in 2018. Four people have been wounded in a shooting in an upmarket district of Washington, D.C. None of the injuries are said to be life-threatening. Videos posted on social media showed lengthy bursts of automatic gunfire outside a school, which was subsequently placed into lockdown. Washington's assistant police commissioner, Stuart Amerman, said the motive for the attack was not yet known. Several people naturally ran from the scene of hearing gunshots, and as the officers responded very quickly to the scene, as individuals were running, we did detain several individuals to determine their their, their status, whether or not they were suspects or witnesses. But at this time, I do not believe that we have any suspects at this time detained, and we're continuing our investigation. Police located a 23-year-old suspect in an apartment building nearby, but he took his own life before they could detain him. Meanwhile, the new study shows that guns have overtaken car accidents as the leading cause of death among young people in the United States. Researchers say more than 4,300 Americans aged 19 or under died from gun-related injuries in 2020. 
To sport now, and we start with boxing, where world heavyweight champion Tyson Fury takes on Dillian White at Wembley Stadium tonight, with more than 94,000 tickets sold. We can hear from both fighters now, starting with the champion, Tyson Fury. Fans are in for a, a real treat. They're going to see a good tear-up. We're ready to throw down and treat us all to a hell of a barnstorm. I don't worry about that. I'm a warrior and I come to fight, you know. I come to, to leave it all on the line, you know I mean? I'm used to taking risks. Taking risks and chances is nothing to me. Football, and with a look at the matches that matter in the English Premier League, here's the BBC's Maz Faruqi. In the battle for the title, it's the turn of the leaders Manchester City to play first this weekend. They host second from bottom Watford, who have it all to do to avoid a second relegation from the Premier League in just three years. Liverpool, just behind City, don't play until Sunday. They host Everton, who themselves are in a huge scrap at the bottom and are just a point above Burnley and the bottom three. Burnley, a week on since sacking Sean Dyche, hosts Wolves on Sunday in the fight for fourth spot. Fifth place Arsenal face sixth place Manchester United in the first match and one of the biggest of the weekend. Three days on since Arsenal beat Chelsea and two since Eric Ten Hag was confirmed as the next permanent manager at Old Trafford. Arsenal, of course, sit just outside the top four behind Tottenham on goal difference. So would move above them with a result with Spurs not playing until later on Saturday. They travel to Brentford. West Ham, who five points adrift of fourth, having played a game more than Tottenham, may find the target of European Champions League football next season beyond them now. They play Chelsea on Sunday. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A government adviser on COVID says relaxing the flight suspension mechanism is not a risky manoeuvre, as suspension periods for airlines are cut from seven days to five. The travel industry welcomes the move but is urging officials to scrap hotel quarantine as it says that people will still refrain from travelling in and out of Hong Kong. And the number of asymptomatic COVID cases in Shanghai jumps from 15,000 to more than 20,000. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 For a safe and healthy living environment, Owners should not alter the drainage systems of buildings on their own. They must ensure proper maintenance of drainage pipes and should appoint qualified professionals or contractors for regular inspection and arrange early repair if seepage or defects are found. They may apply for loans or subsidies from the Buildings Department and the Urban Renewal Authority. Visit bd.gov.hk for details. Fight the virus, stay vigilant. If you think you have a higher risk of COVID-19 exposure or experience discomfort, you can collect specimen bottles for free testing from designated public clinics. Meanwhile, the government will arrange free testing for targeted groups. To minimize the risk of community transmission, we should take the initiative to get tested. Together, we must fight the virus. Stay vigilant. Visit coronavirus.gov.hk for details. Hit Music Radio 3. And it's time. So for many of you regular listeners out there, you'll know that in my mind, opinion is, uh, my opinion, the greatest band ever in the world is Toto. And that's just not because of great music that they put out. But I actually was planning on being a session Musician, I was going to head out west after uni, but uh, life took its course, and I took a left instead of a right, and uh, six months ended up lasting for a little over 20 years doing something else, but I still got to do my love of music. So I love them because they, they're they not just a band, man. They're amazing musicians, and they were 
the chances are that if you were recording music in the 70s, 80s, early 90s, chances are one of them, if not all of them, was going to be your session band. Uh, they've been together since 77, so what, 45 years now. And they're just amazing musicians. They kept running into each other at all these uh, studio sessions. Some of them grew up together. A few of them were brothers. So they decided, everyone was saying, hey, you guys need to put together a band. So they decided, decided to put together a band. Now, this is not going to be a Toto tribute of sorts, as I'm going to play Toto songs for the next hour. But chances are, if you were listening to music 70s, 80s, and 90s, and it wasn't a Toto song, they were probably ones who recorded the song. They were in about anything you could imagine from soul, pop, rock, funk, progressive rock, R&B, blues, jazz, anything you can think of. So these songs are songs of famous artists that had either some members, if not all of the band, or a single member that was actually part of the recording sessions of these songs. And in honor of our GOC that we just had, David Page, the pianist, keyboardist, sorry, for Toto, actually played with Glenn Campbell. Yes, here's Bloodline. In the eyes of the old one who watched from a distance It was devilish magic at best But the hearts of the children filled with excitement as they dreamed of their home in the west Oh, the engine would fire The black smoke would rise Through the spray of the six silver steam It was something of wonder That steel plated thunder That moved the American Thank you. 